Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. This is Blaze, and this week I want to talk about giving up, which is a big topic, but it's coming up for me around what are the decisions that we make when we have a big goal? And at what point do we give up on the goal or give up on ourselves or give up on a certain angle of approach? And how does that show up in our lives? What is it that makes us continue through? What is it that mm, just shows up and it's so easy that we almost don't even notice that it's happening? And also really interestingly, what are the ways that we set ourselves up to have an out? Because gosh, do I do this? And it's so frustrating. And I know that, you know, we all do this. So what can we do to just notice it so that maybe on our next goal, we don't set ourselves up to fail or to give up? And I don't even want to say to fail because I don't think it's that we're failing. I think it's that we're setting ourselves up to have a certain path that's easier to follow. And we talk about that as like, oh, I gave up. But sometimes it's that, no, I just followed what I usually do. (laughs) And I I set it up without even realizing that I set it up that way. So here are some examples in my own life that point out this tendency that I have anyway to aim rather than for the action that I think would actually progress me to the goal. I tend to pick the second best action. And I'm curious if you've noticed yourself doing this too. So for example, I have this goal, like I want to get in shape. I want to weigh like a certain amount of pounds. I want to look a certain way and fit in certain clothes. And that's a fairly typical goal that many people in the world have. And what do I choose to do in order to reach that goal? So in this example, I'm going to say I've decided to start this exercise routine and really stick to it rather than focusing on diet first and then lament how I'm gaining weight or not losing weight, even though I'm showing up and doing the exercises. And I'm wondering why my efforts aren't working out because the goal in my head was weigh a certain amount, fit in a certain clothes. And you know, we're seven, eight weeks in to doing crazy exercises and they've been very hard. And I'm not seeing my weight go down on the scale. I'm seeing it go the heck up and I'm angry about it. (laughs) I'm not losing the weight. I'm eating more and I'm not focusing on the food. And there's some little lessons that they sprinkle in there like, hey, your diet should be this. Hey, your diet should be that. And I'm like, well, don't worry about that because you're doing the exercise. And yet I understand, I fully know food is what's going to result in weight loss, not the exercise. Exercise could even be causing this weight gain because you're gaining muscle, right? Exercise is causing me to build muscle that I now want to eat more more food to build the muscle. It's going to gain me weight and fat probably until I start changing the diet. And yet that's not where I focused. And what happens? 
I get seven weeks in and now I start to feel crap about myself. I'm like, oh, Blaze, you're failing at this. This isn't going well. Look at you, even following this, you're not really following it well enough because look what's happening. Maybe we should just stop. And then the motivation completely plummets. And I'm like, oh God, I've got another freaking exercise thing to do this evening. Whereas two or three weeks ago, when I felt like things maybe, maybe I just haven't really seen the results yet. Like I felt like it was working. I was very motivated. But then like I hit a certain point and go, oh, I'm not really seeing the progress that I thought I'd be seeing at this point, or it's not looking the way I thought progress would look like at this point. And now I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm very disappointed. And I think I want to stop. Hmm. And that's the giving up. But if I look at what really happened there, it's like you, you've picked a goal, but you've picked a way to get there that is not the easiest way to get there. You actually picked the hardest way to get there. <laughs> and you're wondering why it's suddenly so hard to get there and why it's taking like 3,000 times as long as it could have taken if you had only focused on the diet part. And now you've made it actually harder to adopt the diet part because you're working out so hard that you actually are craving more food, more protein, more carbs, because you're trying to build this muscle. Like, you know that this is what's happening. And yet you're judging yourself as though you've done something wrong or that the whole thing isn't working. The program's working for what it said it would do, which is to build some muscle. The program didn't say you're going to like drop a thousand pounds. So where's the disconnect? The disconnect is really that you picked a route to solving your problem that is indirectly, eventually, someday, a long time from now going to solve that problem, but it actually is going to make it harder for you to solve the problem in the first place, assuming there was even a problem there. So in that way, I notice as like, oh, you, you picked the second best action. Like you should have focused first on food and then added exercise when you had that energy. Where else do I see this? Hey, I've got this like really exciting course idea and I want to work on my business and wouldn't that be fun? And what might actually help is, you know, creating your webinar, getting people to see what you do, <laughs> like actually doing the work. What do I do instead is let's take some classes and I'll implement what's in the classes rather than implement the scary work strategy and actually show up there. So it's an indirect route that doesn't actually get you to the goal. It's a distraction. It's a procrastination. And it's the same thing as like, oh, hey, you have this webinar to do. And rather than just doing the webinar, let's organize the office. Let's put away some sticky notes or write notes about what we're going to do rather than just freaking doing it. Because doing it, you know, like, yeah, okay, failure is an option, right? I think that's so much of the avoidance and the fear is when we realize if I do the thing, if I actually go for it, failure is an option. I might not do it. But if I set myself up to kind of fail, then failure wasn't really an option. It was like the only thing that could happen. <laughs> so it's not really my fault that it didn't work out. And all of this is so subconscious. And I catch myself in it and go, oh, you're doing that again. Oh, please. You're doing that again. Mm. So... I'd say it's frustrating, but it's not even, it's just at this point, of course, what was going to happen because I'm choosing to do things that aren't quite in alignment with the goal. Like they're in alignment with procrastination. They're in alignment with self-improvement without actually completing anything. 
And where, where have I set myself up to actually complete something? And I don't know that I have. And that's fascinating. I wonder, is it possible to set a real goal and actually beforehand look at all of the options without this instinctual decision making process that tends to happen? So for me, you know, I, I would write out like, Hey, here's some goals that I have. So let's make this amount of money. Let's get this amount of podcasts recorded. Let's have this like business plan thing written up and let's take these classes. And I'll look at all of those and go, okay, well, what seems doable right now? And of course, of course, I'm going to choose the ones that seem super easy, super achievable and kind of fun. (laughs) Right. So Recording podcasts, super fun, pretty easy. Can do it, you know, in bulk on a day when Alvina goes to my parents' house or someone else is watching her. Great. And, you know, another time I'll say, okay, I can definitely do these workouts because they're 15 minutes and it's twice a week. I can totally do that. I can, I can make myself get through that. Um, I can take this class because it's like five minutes a day of Japanese and I'll totally learn to speak Japanese and it'll take me, you know, the year, but it's not a huge amount of time done. I can check something off my list because I really feel accomplished if I can check things off my list. Like I'm totally making progress. I'm doing things. So I pick a lot of things that allow me to say, Hey, I did this and this and this and this and this, but do they cumulatively add up to getting me the life experience that I want to be having. And that, that I guess is the question. Like, am I setting myself up to move forward on a track in one direction or in another direction? I feel like we get what we set out for in a way, like we can't guarantee our results, but we can stack them in a certain direction. So I tend to stack my results in the, you're going to learn a lot of cool things. You're going to have some really cool experiences, but at the end of the day, um, they'll just be kind of personal and small and maybe not change the world. And that's kind of where my comfort level has been at lately, because I'm not sure that I feel equipped to jump out into the world (laughs) and try to really make a difference there. I'm like, oh, right now is the time for making a difference within my tiny little circle and making a difference for my kid and setting that stage very well. I've enjoyed it a lot, actually. But these other goals, and they're often goals that I feel that I should have. They're not the goals that I have. So let me be clear on that. I think this is part of what comes up when we set ourselves to give up or to fail at something. It's because our goals are not the goals that we say we have. So the goals that I say I have is I want to have this uber successful business and I'm going to provide a ton of money and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to become this hugely important social figure. And even as I'm saying that the greater part of me is like, Oh God, no blaze. Like you don't want to be a huge social figure. What the fuck? Like, no, you don't. And you don't actually want to be in charge of like huge things like that. That's not, that's not fun. You don't want to do that. What I do want to do is learn a lot of cool stuff, be a fun person, hang out with my friends, teach my kid some neat things and, you know, help her have social and emotional awareness and 
have a good relationship with her. I want to enjoy my life with my husband. I want to enjoy my home. Like those are things that I actually want. When I say that my goal is to have all of these other things, it's like as a means to an end, right? I'm like, sure, I want that so that I can also have a really nice home and have this wonderful relationship. But the truth is, if I'm already having the wonderful relationship, if I'm already living where I want, it's difficult to motivate around the bigger goal that I say that I have. And when I say like, oh yes, I want to weigh a certain amount and eat a certain way and all this stuff, the bigger part of me says, no, I just want to eat tasty things and enjoy my life. And I'm not like, what, what am I really that worried about? So I'm not going to work very hard on that. It's it, That's not that important, but I'll do this other thing. So, I mean, I can do the workout. That's cool. Like that, there's no harm in doing that, but I'm not going to limit my delicious food. That would be ridiculous. Right? So I set myself up as though I'm moving towards the big goal, but I'm not really. And then I wonder why I'm quote unquote failing. And what's interesting is because this is kind of unconscious, I get really judgy with myself and then feel like a piece of poop about it. So I'm like, oh, Blaze, like you suck. Like, look at you. Like your your scale went up 10 pounds in the last two weeks. What the hell is happening? Like here you are working out saying that you're you're trying to work on your fitness. How is it possible that you're working on your fitness and this is the result, you know, like then I get mean to myself about it. And I'm like, well, what have I actually been doing though? Yeah, you've been doing the workouts, but you've also been like, oh, I eat all the extra food because you've been working out and you can do that. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things at play <laughs> going on and most of them I'm not really taking ownership of. And I just see you know, at the end of the two weeks, this is what the scale said at the end of the two weeks, this is how many clients you had or whatever is going on and then get judgy about it and be like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you have 500 clients? Why didn't you do this? Why haven't you shown up here, there and X, Y, Z? And it's easy to feel bad, feel like I'm failing and then just want to give up all of the things that I've been doing supposedly to get myself to the goal. And here's where I have to come in and reevaluate, right? So there's the question of, were these activities that I'm doing serving a purpose? Yes. Were they serving the purpose of getting to that goal? Maybe not. Maybe they're actually serving a different purpose than I thought they were. And if I can ask that question, it lets me go, okay, do I want to keep doing them? And if I do them in the spirit of what they're actually helping me do, could that be better? And for me, the answer is yes. So there's a lot of things that I do that I actually enjoy doing. And if the goal is actually self-improvement or it's, you know, strength training, which I'm enjoying actually with the fitness training, I'm, I'm definitely feel a lot stronger. I can do a lot more now than I could several weeks ago. So that's been a win. If it was never about reaching a certain weight on the scale, but actually about being able to use my body better, then absolutely keep going, Blaze. Like it's great. If the goal was to lose weight, then you have to pick a different goal. Working out is not going to get you that goal right? So then I have to say, okay, what is my goal? And am I ready for that other goal right now? Or am I not? And that that's the question. <laughs> and the same thing with business goals. Like what, what is the goal? Why is the goal? And are the things that I'm doing actually working at what I want them to do? Usually the answer is yes. Like it is actually getting me results. It's just not necessarily getting me results on the line that I want it to be at. So if I want to work on that other line, I'm going to have to do something scary or something different than I normally do. And that's okay. 
but I need to be honest with myself about how I set myself up for the result that I'm getting. And I guess that's really what this whole idea in my head is about giving up. It's not so much about um, what is it about me that makes me give up on something that I started. It's actually starting to look more like, wait, how have I subconsciously set myself up to succeed at one thing and not another? Where did I have control over this? Because the feeling of wanting to give up the thing that I'm doing isn't about, it isn't about what I think it is. It just isn't. It, it's usually, I'm just noticing this tendency and like you're picking the second best or the third best thing on the line that could get you to the goal you say you have. It's not the clearest, most direct route. Maybe you think it's easier. Maybe it actually just is something else that you're interested in. Maybe you're not as interested in the goal that you say you're interested in as you think you are. Maybe you have an idea that you should want that goal, but you don't actually want that goal. It's really, really interesting to me. And I, I have a lot of thinking to do about it. It's, it's hard to admit that maybe the things that I say that I want aren't things that I want at all. And it kind of leaves you feeling in this blank space of like, oh, well, if I don't actually want that, then what do I want? But I think that looking at all of the things that I'm doing, because it's not like I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I'm not a lump. I don't think my listeners are lumps either. Like you guys aren't just out there staring out the window at outer space all the time. You're listening to podcasts because you're doing stuff <laughs> while you're listening. So what are the things that we're doing? Why are we doing them? Maybe we're doing them not for the reasons we think we are. And yet it's serving our purpose. Something about what we choose to do is something that we want to do. Why is that? And if we chose it and we say it's for one reason, what if it's actually for another? There's a lot of gold in there. There's a lot that I'm learning about myself in how I'm choosing different activities and what I'm saying I think they're about, but then discovering what they're actually about for me. And that is pretty cool. I'll let you know when I figure out what I learned from all of this. I'm still pulling it apart, but it, it's really fascinating. Ah. <sighs> On that note, I hope that you all have a fantastic week. I hope that you actually do have goals that are hopefully more direct than mine. I mean, there are definitely people who are very clear in what they want and they actually choose the action that gets them to their goal very quickly. So if that's you, I applaud you, man. And I want to, I want to be like you. And if you're someone who's a little more like me and you set a lot of goals that are kind of like 30 degrees off of what you say you want to do, you get somewhere, but it's not where you thought you wanted to go. I want you to think about, wait, what if you actually are going to a place that you do want to be? And if that's true, Maybe you're more in alignment than you think, and maybe it's just a matter of shifting how you're thinking about what you're doing. And then from there, being able to choose goals even more in alignment with what you actually want and who you really are, because that actually feels really good too. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. 
You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.